everybody, and welcome to Sippin' Tea. My name is Andy. My name's Mita. And this week, we're going to start off with bad movie plots, but this time it's Mita's turn. Yeah, and I didn't have one until recently, so this is not going to go until well. recently. <laughs> as in, you were writing it as we were discussing the episode. I knew what movie, I just forgot the plot points. All right, there so, cold open. Okay. New family, a father and a mother and their newborn son. Right. And then for some reason, the mom goes away. I, that part's lost in the details. We don't have to worry about that. So the father is stuck raising and taking care of this newborn son by himself. There's no mom. They took the mom out. Classic, classic move. Remove the mom. Yeah, so yeah then, we don't need her. Yeah, yeah, we don't need him. So then in learning how to take care of his son, there's a bit of an accident, let's say. And he ends up dropping the child. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. So dad picks up the kid. He's like, no, we're good. Things are good. We're healthy. Like, baby's fine. Babies are resilient. Children are resilient. You can do whatever you want. It's fine. (laughs) So then as as the young boy continues to grow, we notice that he has um, some physical slash developmental disabilities, if you will. Um, in the form okay. of not really being able to walk correctly. Um, just like a okay. noticeable. People know. People know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a secret. Okay. <laughs> so the town, it's like a small, it's like a small community. Everybody's kind of close knit. Everybody knows your name, whatever. So they all come together. And instead of ridiculing the child or making fun of him or pointing out the fact that he can't really move like the rest of them, if you will, um, they kind of cheer him on and they say that he's, quote unquote, dancing his way through life. Dancing. I'll give you a clue. Okay. It's not people. Oh, that gave it away. 100%. It's a happy feed. Yeah. With the developmentally challenged penguin. Penguin. 100%. I literally was so lost. I was like, I know. I was like, I can't say. But I couldn't. Take out the mom. And I was like, whoa. Take out. You just got to get rid of the mom. Honestly, do you know what happens? I don't remember. I don't either. Well, like all good, you know, Disney movies, they always, is it a Disney movie? Whatever. They always get rid of the mom in the beginning. There always has to be some great tragic loss before they can start the story. Yeah, that's true. Because that's what, that's what all princesses are made of is like the resilience of getting over that. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Of some sort. I I don't know, man. Disney's wild. It's either a parent dies or the child gets kidnapped and raised by somebody posing as their parent. And like it's a like, witch Whoa. or a what's happening. Like there's always, there always has to be some really, really bad turn of events that happens That's right in the beginning. Literally the plot to Tangled is she gets Kidnapping. like stolen from like the kingdom. <laughs> and then like this witch is like harvesting her magic hair to be young forever. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is for children. <laughs> We're just cold opening with a kidnapping. What's happening right. here? Oh, I mean, really same did. thing with Maleficent. Fantastic True. story. But does she Beautiful. curse a baby? Absolutely. <laughs> and am I kind of here for it? Kind of. I'm like, yeah, I would curse a newborn, I guess. What are they going to do? She did it. And I was like, come on, cheekbones, do what you yes. do. 
everything is a visual treat. But yeah, Happy Feet. Because people always think like, I don't know. I never understood why people like that movie. That penguin's not I well. I don't think I've seen it since it came out, <laughs> to be honest with you. I bet there's a lot of parents at home who are trapped with their children during this quarantine who are watching a lot of movies that they don't want to watch. It's true. It's true. I am blessed to not have that ailment, but... <laughs> <laughs> children as an ailment. Absolutely. Um, I think technically it would be considered that during a quarantine. <laughs> I do. I feel like parents stuck at home right now raising their kids during this this self-quarantine thing that's happening right now because mm-hmm. of the coronavirus um you deserve hazard pay just like the grocery store workers <laughs> and the nurses and the doctors <laughs> like you're putting your life and your children's life at risk by being trapped in the house and having nowhere to go for real though who i couldn't imagine wild. couldn't well, imagine so you know i actually um didn't think of this my dad of all people did okay one of your favorite holidays of the year being 420 absolutely smoke a de ganja <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> um my dad pointed out to me that technically the entire month is 420 because we are in the year 2020 Oh, yeah. Saw that tweet and like March 28th. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I was like, now, Dad, how you know about this? (laughs) What you know about that 420? But then also like, (laughs) I know my parents ain't no fools. So, (laughs) yeah, no, no, (laughs) absolutely not. Um, So, yeah, good. Good for shout out to Dad for pointing that out to me. Shout out to Dad. I hope everybody um, is, you know, enjoying sparking up the J's and the blunts and the bongs and the the one hitter quitters and the the edibles. Eat more edibles, though, you know. Oh, well, coronavirus is a lung thing. So smoking isn't really fair. I see Eat more edibles during the virus. But then as soon as the virus is lifted, (laughs) I was really confused because I'm like. You don't really like edibles all that much. Like you prefer to smoke. But you do when there's a respiratory illness going around these parts. You're like, you know what? Let me just eat this cookie and have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. Um, and some of them, some places have, like, delicious, like, confections. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a, a, oh, I cannot remember her name. But she's a French, what's the word? Chocolate, chocolatier? Chocolatier? Whatever. Sure. So she's a it like a train right. chocolate. It's like so she's a trained pastry chef who literally went to <laughs> who literally went to France to like uh, work on her confections like for chocolate candy work. And it's like you know learning how yeah. to do it the Swiss and the French way. That's a good chocolate, right? So yeah. then when they started legalizing in um, Washington and Colorado, she created an edible brand that is no joke. It is like high end chocolate delicious bonbons. Loaded with THC. (laughs) Littered, if you will. I've Um, had, I bought a six pack pack of her little chocolates once, and um, I didn't eat all of them because I would have died, but I ate like two and had like a glass of Moscato, and it was a wonderful evening. (laughs) (laughs) You had to to bring out the Moscato to feel fancy with your chocolates. Absolutely. If you're going to eat, well, because like regular French chocolates, you go to a good chocolate shop, right? You're paying two three four dollars for a homemade snicker bar quote unquote true you throw a little weed in there all of a sudden that five dollar candy bar doesn't turn into like a twenty dollar candy bar 
speaking of fucking like homemade, not homemade, but like fancy Snickers bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Miete Chocolat in yeah. the Stanley, Stanley Marketplace. Marketplace. Yeah, Ooh, they make a Snickers bar. All of their their macarons are good. Their <laughs> But see, we can't tell people that because now they're going to go there and eat all our chocolate. Yeah. Support local, but like also don't eat all my chocolate. Don't eat all my chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) They make like bomb cheesecakes, fruit tarts, (laughs) fruit tarts. They They make like that apple tart cake thing that's shaped like an apple. That's delicious. It's fucking wild. Every time I go there. I like I feel like such a little kid when I approach like the like the display because I'm like, yeah, ooh, it's so pretty. It is. It's like fun colors and touch everything shiny. (laughs) God, they're able to. I know this is not at all what we're supposed to be talking about, but they must temper chocolate like all day long. It is so perfectly glossy. (laughs) It is. But then like also like with how much they are actually producing like yeah. the amount of chocolate that they're tempering true is insanity and i and i always wonder do you think they do it in like really big batches or do they do you think they do it in smaller batches so i remember when we did our bake off at the end of last year i think that was in november right cuz it was like right after halloween um and we were we had a part of our bake off was to temper chocolate and so i started googling it and i was like ah, how the fuck am i going to do this and i guess yeah. for um for pastry chefs and people who make it in large batches, they yeah. do they do temper it in large batches, but they use um, sous vide. Oh, interesting. So the water bath is the perfect temperature, and it maintains that temperature the whole time, the 100 and whatever, 10 degrees or whatever, depending on the chocolate. So then do they take it out and then put it in the other one to cool it down, or do they just let it cool down naturally? Well, I imagine you leave it in the sous vide, and then it'll maintain that, picture, that, that temperature perfectly, and then... You just like pour it into your molds or however you're going to use it, and then that's when it cools. Mm. That's how I imagine. Mm. I guess it depends. <laughs> on- <laughs> well, because I keep thinking of there's like that really. Do you remember that really fine pastry chef, um, Johnny something? I have his cookbook upstairs. The sweet. Oh rush. yeah, tattoo arms make yeah. pastry cakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like everybody, it's like Johnny it starts with an I or an L. I don't remember, but he's a chocolate. He's a he's a chocolatier, chocolatier, uh-huh. however you want to say it. Go follow him on Instagram because <laughs> <laughs> he is not only attractive, but then he's just making like delicious chocolatey treats for you. Uh, and you're just like, you know, you're okay. Let's all talk about it. It's it's pandemic. We're all self quarantined. <laughs> you're sitting at home. Wouldn't it be lovely if your partner was just like a super sexy pastry no. chef who was just like cooking you desserts all day and then feeding them to you? <laughs> no, because he's, he's so, although he is like such an amazing pastry chef. Yeah. He is he's also buff. like very in shape. So yeah, I feel he's like, like going on runs and shit. Oh, go I make like me a cake. He would give me a crisp, like a, a pan of chocolate and then would be like, all right, let's go on like a, a like a five mile run. And it's like, bitch. No. You just I'm going to eat this cream. You go ahead. I'll I'll be here. I'll see you when you get back. Thank you so much for this delicious treat. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. Absolutely not. 
<laughs> yeah, that is, I don't I have absolutely no interest in dating somebody who is very, very super fit. Like I get yeah. it. If you're a bodybuilder, good for you. You're doing things to the human body that I will never do because I'm too lazy. <laughs> so you obviously have you've got control of your mind and your yeah. body and your eating. I'm drinking a Dunkin' Donuts culotta right now while recording this podcast. That is sugar water. So that like we funny. are different people. <laughs> we we cannot different. date, we cannot be together. <laughs> <laughs> like you're counting your calories and lifting weights i'm be on this couch i'm be on this couch hitting this bong and watching happy feet that's the life i'm living absolutely <laughs> oh my god so this year's festivities uh back to 420 <laughs> oh yeah that's right. <laughs> um did you do anything like special this year like no 420 was on a monday um which i did lame lame totally lame my birthday is on a monday too so lame but um i uh what did i end up doing i did take some time off so i had like a long weekend before 420 so i think that's when i did most of my festivities that's when i like stocked up on edibles and flour but monday i truly think i think i just like smoked a bit of a j and watched tv and then went i was like in bed by nine it just wasn't a thing yeah (laughs) yeah definitely it being on a monday that sucks but then also um not being able to like go to a party or or like right or even go to like a bar or out in front of the Capitol. just because even just being out with other smokers on 420 like in colorado smoking is not a big nobody nobody cares everybody smokes weed it's legal right but yeah um there's something about on 420 going to the park and like being surrounded by hundreds of other yeah, potheads for the most part and just sparking it up and the Denver police are like 20 feet away and you look at them while you bring the lighter to the tip of the J and you blow the smoke in their face and you're like fuck you can't do shit to me this is legal (laughs) (laughs) it was got very aggressive (laughs) (laughs) there's just something about doing like smoking in front of authority figures you're like screw these guys ain't gonna stop me you gotta arrest all of us (laughs) absolutely but yeah this year wasn't Four four twenty in twenty twenty one. We're gonna rage on a on a Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Did you on guys do anything? Tuesday. You guys don't really do anything, so. No, we didn't. Yeah, I'm the village pothead. You are the village pothead. <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. No, it's a good way. Like I love it. You know, I'm not bothering nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we didn't really do too much. And then I was um, I was just interested to see if people actually were going to, like, attempt to still go downtown. That's what I was worried about. Did they? I've been I avoiding the news. So. <laughs> okay. I didn't see anything about anybody trying to show up. The only thing that I saw people showing up to City Hall to do was to protest staying at home, which... <laughs> Don't make much I sense mean, to me, but I mean, that was, I think, yeah, that's the wildest shit I ever saw. That's not for me. I can't relate, and I don't know those people. So yeah, fair. I can't. I can't tell you what that was about. I can't either. Um, I I can't say. You know, going over the news coverage the next day and seeing the signs that people were carrying. When that bitch was carrying a sign that said, "My body." My choice. I, yeah. I didn't even know what, I don't even know what to say. 
There is, um, to quote the Bible, let my people go. Um, <laughs> Motherfuckers think, Republicans think they're Moses, except for they're not leading you through the desert. I they're leading you to your doom. Like, <laughs> bitch. You, you, Timmy, are nobody's Moses. I'm telling no. you that right now. No. I can't. I like, can't. And like Moses and them, they were dealing with like the plague. Like that <laughs> that was like that was like some real shit. You just have to stay home for another week. I'm gonna need you to sit down. You have to stay at home with your Wi-Fi, with your Netflix, your Right, HBO. your electricity, your hot hot tap water, a good shower and a plate of food. What do you calm down? Sit down. I want to go to work. Me too. All right. But like, let's just calm down for 14 more days and then let's right. see what happens. Fucking I can't. Wild. I can't. Let that was wild. The, the thing that really got me. So somebody was carrying a sign that says, I want a haircut. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one too. But it was like a, it was an older white lady that was carrying the sign. Um, now, let me tell you how I read the subtext of your sign. <laughs> All right. So what you're saying by saying, I want a haircut, you're not saying I want to go back to work. You're saying right. you want the people that are beneath you to go back to work so that they can service you so that you can go about your day and continue to do whatever the fuck you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Want- like the, the people who are complaining were complaining because they have to go to work. They were complaining no. because other poor people need to get to work so that they can get their nails yeah. done and their hair or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's that's, uh And that's very upsetting. And I think it's um I think the reason it, it upsets me too is I, I do know a lot of people that are who do cut hair for a living mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's like so you want them to like risk their lives <laughs> to cut. So your you can hair, get your Nancy. split ins together? Yeah. Girl, your hair has always been a stringly greasy Republican mess. It ain't going to get no better during the quarantine. Let's shut it down. Let's just be calm for another month. It's the that's that's true. And I didn't think of that sign that way. I just thought that sign was stupid because there's stupid people doing stupid things. So you're right. That's a really good point. Um, That's the same way I feel about uh, the states in the South opening up first. Like, they were the last states to go into self-quarantine. And they're some of the first ones that are opening up, I think this week like the week of 420 Mm -hmm. and that really pisses me off because the states that are opening up first are the ones that have the highest populations of black and brown people primarily black people who work in fields and industries that are going to put that risk of being around more people like i'm not i don't we're not your guinea pigs you know what i'm saying like georgia you go ahead and you open up all of you georgian republicans who are out here voting for trump and whatnot y'all go ahead and go right on back to work but every single black person in these southern states you stay home we've already paid they owe us reparations do not put yourself at risk to go out here and get your hair your hair because keep in mind what are the industries that they're opening up in the south they're opening up barber shops hair and nail salons and bowling alleys this is not about people getting back to work. This is no. about people who like going to the barbershop and getting their nails done, which I love us, but that's what we do going out here and risking their lives to see if Corona is under control. We're not yeah. your Guinea pigs. Yeah. We're not your Guinea pigs. I am pissed about the South. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know why we're ignoring like, okay. Every like, <laughs> let's take, Let's take like Jurassic Park for for an example, right? This is a good example. <laughs> so, at the very beginning, 
you have a scientist, somebody who has dedicated their life to like solving problems, solving equations. They're out here solving mysteries, if you will. Just learning. Just learning, Just learning. all day. They're very smart. Smarter than Sp- most people on the planet. <laughs> they're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, they're supposed to be. And they say, yo, you shouldn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have like a government official who's like, no, fuck you, scientists. We're going to do this anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. Correction. You have a government official who has never done anything himself he's never earned a dollar for himself he's ruined more businesses than he started and he's single loan and he somehow managed to lose that loan as well like somebody who's bad at business bad he can't speak right he don't look good he's unhealthy he's unwell he doesn't eat a vegetable you can't even convince him to eat his broccoli but then you're gonna sit here and you're a scientist and you're like hey pandemic people are dying and then somebody who can't be trusted to eat their broccoli at the dinner table as a grown-ass 70 something year old man (laughs) says no and there's millions of people in this country who listen to the orange-faced man who doesn't eat broccoli and they're like he's right can't trust science He's right. He's right. I read my Bible and I read foxnews.com. Why are they from Deliverance? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> are they not? I mean. Are they not so backwards and fucking messed up? Yeah. <laughs> also like Weld County. Colorado Springs. Colorado. Just all of just all of the north part of Colorado, all of the south part of Colorado. The middle part's chill. The middle part's chill. The the far west, the far east, everything in the middle metro area, hippies. Dirty, dirty hippies getting high all day. We don't wear our (laughs) shoes in public. They don't vaccinate their kids, even though they make two million dollars a year. Dirty fucking hippies. Right? Everything outside of the Denver metro area, no teeth. Uh working in the meat factory and then catching coronavirus and then spreading it. (laughs) That's what Republicans do. Ugh, fucking wild. <laughs> so wild. I can't. But on a on a more fun note related Ooh. to coronavirus. What about? How 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 have you been getting through, friend? <laughs> how are how are you surviving? Oh, you know. I have been playing a lot of video games and it's been I, it's been kind of fun. I like, support it. Not it takes my mind off of things like it just gets me out of the current reality that we're (laughs) absolutely like it's yeah i don't know that's important i've been playing a lot of call of duty and then a lot of fucking pokemon (laughs) (laughs) is it like because i understand exactly what you're saying so one one thing that i've really been doing a lot during the quarantine is i've been listening to a lot of my podcasts like Mm -hmm. um i think i follow I think last time I counted, it was like 50 something podcasts that I listened to kind of randomly throughout the year. Um, I've been like re-listening to my favorite episodes that have and and there and some of them are just stories like, you know, some story of some crazy some science story from the 1930s or whatever. And like (laughs) anything that is not about coronavirus or modern news, that's all I want to listen to right now. Like I've been avoiding the news. I listen, I do listen to my daily podcasts that are like news updates, but that's like 15 minutes of coronavirus and then I shut it down. <laughs> yeah. That's all I can t- handle in one day. <laughs> so that's been kind of nice. Just listening to podcasts and um, puzzles. Have you guys done any, you guys did puzzles. your puzzles? Yeah, we did. We finished one. I started another one, but I haven't worked on it in like a couple weeks. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, puzzles are fun. 
like puzzles so are gonna working, they're making a comeback <laughs> you and um tiff are working on like a what is it it's like so, a I think it's called like a little gym puzzle, like a, okay. a G-E-M gym. Um, so like they're all over social media. There's like a bunch of different companies. But like essentially what it is, is it's a giant paint by number picture. But instead of painting or, or coloring or anything like that, you um, you have to like glue these tiny little fake gems into place on the paper. Okay. And it's so time consuming. like i think so my picture is like maybe the size of an average piece of printer paper right right which is like what eight by eleven or whatever yeah um so that's like the size of my whole page i think i've completed maybe a tenth of it and i've already put in over five hours shit it's it's super time consuming (laughs) so like i'm really happy that i have it because you know even even post coronavirus or whatever, it we're, first of all, the world's never going to go back to the exact same way that it's been, no, right? No, no, we're, no. It's going to be completely different, but it's going to be several months, if not years, before we really start limiting how much social distancing we have to do. So we're still going to have time for puzzles. We're still going to yeah. have time for, I do a lot of coloring books. So I bought another gym puzzle okay. <laughs> to finish maybe later this year, and I got it personalized with my name on it, so that'll be fun. Oh, that's um, fun. But it does take a lot of it takes up a lot of time. So I'm actually really enjoying that. I get high and I do puzzles. <laughs> nice. It's kind of nice. That's, that's always a that's a fun way to to make sure you kind of stay above the stress. I think I think it's important that we do things that like take our mind off of everything that's going Abs- on. It's not healthy. Absolutely. To like surround yourself by it 24/7. If you if you're like in the know every single day right now, yeah. you're you're not you're you're mentally unwell. I'll tell you yeah. that right now. I have to get away from it. I had a lovely bath evening last week where I just like took oh, four hours. I like ran a bath. Nice. I loaded a bong. Yeah. I listened to R&B. It was delightful. Yeah, we've been um, working out, too, which is. Oh, that's right. Um, very out of character for us. We don't do that. <laughs> But it's like when you're in, you're in your house 24 hours a day, most yeah. days. Um, and then it's like <laughs> after the first couple of weeks, I think a lot of people were talking about how they couldn't. They were like they were running out of TV to watch, which is yeah. so obscene to me. Um, so yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess Americans are going to start working out because we found that a- that hour a day that never existed before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's what's that's what's interesting is, you know, we both work from home already. Right. So it's like that you know, alleviates any, um, commute time to work that you can use as an excuse as to not having time for anything. Right. But even before that, we never, we kind of like talked about it. We were like, yeah, we should probably work out someday. But then it's like, Oh, let's go to, you know, tacos El Matate with, <laughs> with our friend Chance and Mita. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's go get tacos. And let's go get, let's go get chocolate at Stanley Marketplace. It's like you kind of like talk about working out and then decide to do something that's like the complete opposite of working out. <laughs> Sitting down and eating tacos. Yeah. And drinking absolutely. like the, the Mexican nothing. Coca-Cola with the real sugar. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with eating tacos and drinking, no. drinking, drinking Mexican Coke. That's fine. That reminds me but. of Insecure, where he was like, Yo, what y'all doing? Eating tacos and kissing each other on the mouth? <laughs> that was cute. Absolutely. Ugh, insecure <laughs> just started. I need to watch last week's episode. 
It's cute. We're in the middle part. Well, we're not in the middle part, but you know where you get into that part of the season where it's like they're trying to tell the story so it stops abruptly and you're all mad about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll probably watch that um, here this weekend or something. I don't know. Yeah. I love Insecure. It's I love show. Insecure. That's my, been my another biggest, thing. My biggest thing that pisses me off about it is why are they only eight episodes long? Why is each, the season only eight episodes? I want. There was a. I think Issa Rae made a post. Content. I know, right? Like Twenty-four episodes a season. <laughs> Twenty-four episodes, a minimum of forty minutes long. I want. <laughs> I want it now, and I want it all released at once. And it's like, well, no, it's, well, a, no. it's a small team. Um, she was getting. I think a lot of people were complaining about how short Insecure is. Mm-hmm. They're like, why are they only thirty minutes? And then somebody was like, nobody's going to sit down for an hour long comedy show like you're gonna be you're gonna be tired of it like 30 minutes is all you need but i do honestly isa you're not listening but i do wish the season was like a hearty like 10 episodes yeah like is that like too much more like two more weeks just tack on like two maybe three 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 more weeks 10 to 11 episodes (laughs) that's a sweet spot absolutely yeah i yeah that's just very upsetting which i will say like The production value of each episode is, is completely stellar. Like the lighting alone, you can is tell incredible. where the money's going. Like, Absolutely, <laughs> it's going to the, the actors, references. it's going to the talent, the lighting, the scene. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful. It's a wonderfully shot show. It's very pro California. It's beautiful. There was that one scene where um, it was with uh, Prison Bay. Did Prison Bay ever have a name? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> did he? Yes, he did. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, T. <laughs> oh fuck! I do remember his name. I do it's, know he has a name. That's really racist. My first. You said T, and do you don't know what my first thought was? Oh no, Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew no. that wasn't it. Is it an A? Is it? No, it's not Andrew. No, that's he's not Asian Anthony. A. Tony? I don't know. I don't know. And prison Bay. We've forgotten those so, memories. Yeah. <laughs> so Prison Bay and Issa were at Coachella and they're banging in the fucking Ferris wheel. Yeah. But like the lighting for that scene was like, was all blue. It was like all blue light and it was just like beautiful. It was beautifully shot while they're. Did just you like ever, did you ever watch the. Ferris wheel? <laughs> I know, right? It was, that was a great scene. Did but you ever watch the the making the show stuff that they did, though? Uh-uh. Oh, they did an interview with, like, the lighting director for the show. And one of the the whole conversation, it's, like, literally, like, a 20-minute conversation around how most movies do not know how to properly light black people. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so it was a very important part that, first of all, everybody on the show be melanated highly as much as possible but then also they look good in every shot and black like in in cinematography that blue light that blue purple light same thing in moonlight right it's the same Mm -hmm. kind of technique is like it looks really good on darker complexions so they they did their they did their science and their homework it doesn't wash them out like yeah it doesn't absorb we don't absorb blue light we absorb warm tones we absorb red we absorb but we don't absorb cool really so it like you put blue light on like me or like, you know, it's a black Emma, light Emma Stone. <laughs> and it's like, we're glowing. 
It's a black like, white situation. Yeah. But since we're black, you put blue light on us and we look good. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it's just it's you can definitely tell where where the money is going. And I, I love, love the show. Like, so from good. Top to bottom. It's a great show. It's so beautifully written. Yeah. And I'm happy it came back in the middle. Like, yeah. <laughs> Because this is the timing couldn't be better because <laughs> it makes me so happy. And I think we've been, has it been over a year since we've had insecure? I want to say yes, but I don't, I don't know the I dates know for it, sure. I know it got pushed because she was, uh, Issa Rae was writing for another show oh, on okay. HBO. And I know that's why she wasn't able to dedicate time to insecure. Hmm. Um, and they were waiting for that project to finish so that she could go back and start working on Insecure. I just remember, <clears throat> but also they filmed this bitch like really fast. Really fast. I remember following like uh, uh, Amanda Seals and Issa Rae and all like Natasha uh, Rothwell on Instagram mm -hmm. and uh, oh, and Yvonne Orji. And they were all posting when they were recording like they Tiffany yeah. would have her baby belly on and she's like we're back we're back we're recording and I swear to god that was like four months ago but I don't know <laughs> which I'm like maybe that just means that like we just know nothing about, we know nothing about how it works but yeah I definitely was like huh <laughs> I remember I remember seeing like the the first post that I think Issa posted and it was like the script like the title page of the script on a table like and it was like a messy ass table and it was like of course it was like the writer's room oh always always messy and she said something about like like we're we're back on track or something like that and she posted it to her instagram i think back in like december <laughs> that's what i'm saying so i think they were filming in late 2019 and then yeah. they must have edited edited it and put edited. it together in uh what is that like three months i mean yeah. is that is that movie magic i um maybe <laughs> i don't know how this shit works maybe i don't know it just seems really fast to me you know what it I is mean? it does seem fast yeah but it's like, like yeah it's a great show i did you go back and rewatch season three before season four started i didn't i no. did see so like which is embarrassing because i don't remember homeboy's name but i did rewatch season three at the beginning of the self-quarantine okay that's that's good i but that I, was also I think eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, true. Time has stopped. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I still okay. We can get into it briefly. I haven't watched the. I haven't watched the second episode, but okay. like Molly really needs to <laughs> loosen up. I love Molly. But then also, like, just back to, like, how season three ended with the whole argument with Issa and Molly. Oh, yeah. How Molly turned away. It was Prison Bay. And she he came to Issa's apartment for her birthday. Molly, Nathan. like, intercepted him. Nathan. There you go. That's, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Prison Bay. Uh <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he came to tell Issa happy birthday. Molly intercepted him. Molly told him, get the fuck out of here. Right. You have no right being here. Right. But then Molly didn't tell Issa until like the night was over. Until after her birthday? Yeah. And 
I just don't agree with that. I, I, yeah. I appreciate you like intercepting him for me and like turning him away. But like that is fine to me. That's fine. But you should have told me when it happened. You shouldn't have told me hours later. So I'm going to this is I I will always stand with Molly on this I because I, I understand because it makes sense. So here's the thing. And, and, and maybe you don't know this because you're the Issa of this situation. I but am the some Issa of us, of this situation. <laughs> <laughs> some of us have to, like, deal with that because we're not Issa. Right. So so like they had this whole day. They went to the um, where was it? They had her birthday movie night thing at the gravesite, And then they went back cemetery. to the apartment. Yeah, the cemetery, whatever. Same difference. And then they all were like hanging out or whatever. And that's when Molly told her that Nathan had come by and brought flowers and she was like, nah, you don't have to be doing all that. Now, here's the reason why Molly did it, at least from my perspective. If, if she had turned Nathan away, came into the apartment pre-movie night and told Issa like, oh, Nathan was just here, but I didn't want him to ruin your birthday. So he'll come back. He'll call you later or something like that. The night would have been over because Issa would have been on her phone. She would have been checking for text messages. She would have been text. She would have been texting him. She would not have enjoyed the movie. They probably wouldn't have even gone because she would have gotten so fucking caught up in this whirlwind of talking to Nathan that her whole evening would have been ruined. Now, here's the thing from the Molly slash Mita perspective. You're not about to ruin my movie you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I know it's your birthday, but like I've planned all this and I put money and time and energy. You got Kelly over here reserving spaces and hitting on dudes. We have to go. So I can't tell you about Nathan because we can't stop time just so you can freak out about a text message. We have to go celebrate you being alive. So I completely understand why Molly did what she did, because people with an Issa like personality will yeah. ruin shit because they're so possessive over their partners. Or people who are not their partners, and specifically fuckboys. <laughs> he was a fuckboy. People boy. love getting caught up on a fuckboy. I really wanted Issa and Daniel to work out, but I think Daniel's gone. I mean, I I don't even trust the show anymore. He'll be back by episode three, and nobody will see it coming. Um, right. I did. I liked. I liked them, but then they were also like old high school friends, and it didn't really seem like they like. There was no long term potential there. Didn't seem I like think it. There, I think there was long-term potential because if I remember correctly, he wanted them to be something like they want. Like he wanted them to be in a relationship. Yeah. When Issa, she was talking about moving out and then he realized that she's actually a good person with a good heart. But that was post banging like a different chick every night on his bed while she was laying on the couch. That's right. That would have shut it down for me. Like, I don't care how much history we have, but I hear you banging like 16 chicks in 15 days. You got herpes and I have to leave. That's what I heard. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good times. But yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's how quarantine's been going. Just watching Insecure and playing video games. It's been great. That's not bad. I, uh, I have been meditating a lot. I have my guest bedroom is now set up as a small yoga studio. So that's nice. kind of lovely. Uh, I purchased an extreme amount of uh, well-made, high-quality Indian um, incense. You're so right I've been dude. burning that a lot. My house that's smells so like God's love and happiness. And I've, I'm just, I'm blessed. <laughs> that's, that's what I've been doing. Just burning incense, watching Insecure, meditating, doing my best. Sounds like a sounds like a good time. We'll have to um, we'll have to catch up once I watch this upcoming episode, and then um, I sure. really want to watch uh, 
There's that new show on Netflix called Black as Fuck. Oh yeah, I heard. Um, Rashida. I saw Jones some stuff online. Somebody, a whole cast of people, like whole cast of people, <laughs> like just a lot of Negroes, just a lot of black I folk. Just, Rashida Jones <laughs> sticks out because I I just really like her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's like a lot of big names in there. It it it's gonna be good. I haven't I'm watched Netflix in like good. a week. I think. Good for you. That's. I've been staying strong. I've been trying to avoid it. I don't want to get sucked in, man. I don't want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's you stay strong, friend. I'm trying. All right, everybody. Thank you for sticking with us and listening to this episode of Sippin' Tea. Um, Once again, my name is Andy, and you can follow me on Instagram at MVP Andy. My name is Mita. You can follow me uh, on Instagram at MyCoPlants and only there because all other social media sucks. (laughs) True that. Uh, (laughs) um, Make sure to subscribe to our show on your listening platform of choice. We should be there. And if we're not, um, DM me because that shouldn't be the case. Yeah, DM him, not me. I don't. Yeah. Do that. She'll ignore you. I will. Yeah, 100%. Take <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, oh, man. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. All right, y'all. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Exactly. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>